Hi guys, welcome back to the Millennial Podcast. Today I have with me Karun Shah, the founder of IIDE, Indian Institute of Digital Education. For me, sir, I like to think of you as uh, God's favorite child. <laughs> I have, I have my reasons because uh, you had such accurate uh, serendipities, if I would say. You did only two internships in your life. At that time, exactly and absolutely, those are the two top businesses right now. That's digital marketing and investments. <laughs> It just worked out. I think, um, yeah, I think I was lucky in a way. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've not reflected back on it. I just heard your TED talk, and I was like, "How can this be possible that this man did those two internships and just before becoming a founder, and that that's the only two things that mattered?" It, it was a fun story. I have no idea how it happened, but today when I look back, I think that my entire business, my entire right. All my thought processes are from the internships that I did. So thank God to those two internships coming to me that time. Exactly. So diving straight to the question, sir. Uh, considering the current education plot, we know we have to change and deliver in crisis. I mean, IID also has. But do you think is it sustainable? So, I have been in the education industry for ten years now. Right. And I think that the education industry had to change back then. and i think that it needs to change now even more hmm okay so let me just give you a small example of what's happening in a college classroom these days first yeah. of all all classes are online which is awesome because now everybody can access content but like something as simple as keeping cameras on you hmm. know yes is not even enforced in a single college in the country right so you have a teacher who's come to the call and there are 60 people who come to the call and she is showing a presentation or he is showing a presentation and there are 60 people without their cams um and no one's even paying attention you know i <laughs> that's, have that's that's what we do so that's what yeah, we I do. Know. you know i have some really talented interns in my office okay yeah. and when i ask them and they're so talented that they show up to work before i do sometimes they're so passionate about work and and i ask them hey which and when i ask them that question they just point to their phone which is on the table and they'll be like <laughs> college is going on on here and yeah, so i'm like so what are you doing so they're like we're working i'm like why are you working they're like there's so much more learning at work than listening to this audio call you know right and i think that it's not true that there is no knowledge being shared on the call absolutely there is knowledge being shared but then you need to make that knowledge friendly consumable emo engaging packageable you know you need to today i think education needs to be edutainment it has to be a mixture of education and entertainment teachers don't only educate these days but if they don't engage via entertainment they're losing it they're losing the challenge you know so i think that education has to change drastically and now that we're actually going online the fact that we've already gone online and i really don't see us going back offline at least till one more academic year which means students will have spent entire two academic years online right so i think the format needs to absolutely change so here is something we did at iid and uh, i just want to use that as inspiration to if there's a teacher listening maybe they can try what i'm doing right now yes sir um so what we've done is at iid we've converted all our content into video content okay Yes. And all content dissemination happens via videos where we are educating all our students via videos saying click here do this do that blah 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 
all all mm-hmm. basic mm-hmm. content dissemination yeah and then we have a live class and the live class is just for discussion questions and interaction hmm there is no teacher teaching in the room anymore interesting so, so so a student has to watch you know 45 minutes of video content over two days watch it consume it get some questions practice it come to my live class and in my live class the only, there is no one teaching there is no one telling you a for apple b for ball c right, for right. people are asking you okay why is a for apple you know right why is why why is what is what this is so so it's totally changed you know yeah. and it's the, more like a, a discussion group yeah like honestly i'm also a teacher siddhi and yeah. i stopped teaching over the last 2 3 years maybe a very minimal teaching because i felt like i'm repeating myself i say the same mm-hmm. thing every class mm-hmm. with this new model that we as iid have implemented right i don't think a single teacher gets bored to go to class anymore because no day in the classroom is the same the day same. yeah because every student has a different question so i think that and this will allow people to learn what they want to learn when you don't like something just watch it move on when you like something watch it go to class ask multiple questions get smarter you know it also right. allows people right. to do what they're interested in right so i think education needs to change now that we're going online zoom class is not the only solution a flipped online class where content dissemination via videos followed up with live classes just for discussion and then one on one mentoring when the student requires it is the new requirement of an online learning format right i think a lot of educational plots in terms of in colleges can take inspiration from this like you said it works both ways for students as well as teachers right. and then you're not doing like the old thing of you know just putting on there's no camera teachers just calling out names that's not happening because that's just sad to see too right that's just sad to be a part of as a Very. student i'm saying that true um so so what do, do what you do you just quick yes, question do you behave the same way in class like how is your online class similar my online classes are similar and there are teachers so it differs subjectively like some teachers do try to uh, engage us there are times where multiple of us are asked to switch on the cameras and there's discussion Uh-huh. but there are subjects i don't blame teachers also there are subjects where they have to actually give out content they can't be asking you things they have to actually teach you at that point uh-huh. and that's where it becomes tricky because you can't keep asking everyone to switch on there are multiple excuses we already have in our pockets like you know bandwidth issues we can say <laughs> cameras not working we are saying uh, our mics not working so yeah i mean uh, we are also trying to dig our own graves that way for sure <laughs> so it's not on them solely but yeah i mean this way is something that i that's what now you're not actually asking somebody to take education because they are the ones who are at the first place to want wanting to take it so right. this seems to be the right choice to uh, be able to do that absolutely having said that so what do you think with education or without what do you think is the next big thing in the digital world in terms of platform or in content so i think uh, very hard to predict this because hmm. digital is dynamic and trends are every 30 seconds i feel less than Absolutely. that yes so uh, like for example like we had tiktok till last year and yeah. we don't have tiktok anymore you yeah. know so yeah. like for me i i personally feel and i'm probably not answering on behalf of a larger target audience right but i personally feel that 
platforms are going to get more niched in terms of content specifics like for example i think instagram is now only for like um individuals and mm-hmm. more for like personal opinions it's more for like uh, it's more for showcasing talent in the form of dance art singing you know yes. exercising yeah um, stuff like that right whereas i think that like I, and i personally i'm not interested in seeing people dance sing it's just not something i personally like you right. know okay. and i am these days really hooked on to youtube shorts yeah crazy uh, because because i think that youtube shows you videos basis whatever you previously searched on youtube yes yes you know so if my yeah. search is nasa and my search is you know elon musk and my my search is data science digital marketing i am only seeing that kind of content in youtube shorts right you know and and all the content is factual so my app requirement is totally changed to to youtube shorts you know yeah. like for example so many of my students these days are listening to podcast yes you know? yes i think podcast is bringing in in fact even spotify platforms uh, which have podcasts are really uh, promoting it now more than ever so i think that gives us more visibility yeah and which is why i think this podcast that you're also doing is a great idea and and you know i i i was not a believer of podcasts and and now i have started you know i'm like okay you know what let's do a podcast yeah. because yeah. i think there are listeners i yeah. think the audience is growing it's slow right. but it's steady yeah so, i personally like to watch video podcast i like to see when i you know listen hear people talk Mm-hmm. but multiple people who came and who have spoken to me on podcast also said the same thing that we knew of podcast but there was no 100% conviction in terms of, okay that's something as businesses we should indulge into but yeah, considering the uh, gauge now i think everybody is getting into it but so also talking about how you spoke uh, how youtube works for you better do you think it's because trends are killing it on instagram i think the content i am re- i'm sorry to say this but again this <laughs> my personal opinion I'm extremely frustrated with Instagram <laughs> and I feel that not a single piece of content is you know right is, right. is creating curiosity in the mind it's only yeah. creating fomo okay yeah. and yeah. I feel that there is no more intelligent conversation intellectual conversation on Instagram you know so uh, well, I spoke to a few content creators and even they the fact that they are also as upset as uh, we are the point is because they're like no matter how much i work hard on something else as a content i know this is what is going to get more likes more views so then people questioning me why am i doing trends i think it becomes a choice but people who are doing instagram i mean social media influencers or whatever for their full time job they have to keep up they don't they have, have no option really yeah true sir so a little more personal for you just out of curiosity where do you see yourself in the coming 5 years or like iid or you personally also So I think that IID really is going to take some big moves. I think that I would now like to open India's most premium distance education college. Amazing. Uh where I'm offering courses like BBA, BCom, BMS, BAF, engineering because I think just from my personal story hmm. uh, I went to college 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. or maybe right. 7 a.m. to 11:30, 12 p.m. Right. And post that, all my life, I have done an internship during college days. Hmm. And 12:30, I used to be at the job, and up to 8:30, I used to work, go to sleep. Next morning, back to college, college office again. So I want to create a college in this country 
which is online so it's accessible from everybody in the world in the country mainly and i just want to do 3 hours of online training which is videos and live and i want all my students to do internships from 12 to 8 right throughout 3 years it's compulsory or else you don't pass my college period hmm You know? I think holistic learning is what everybody is inculcating. I, I'll say holistic learning because we are talking about educational sector here. But all the platforms, in terms of even corporates everywhere, I think holistic is the new approach. Where yes. you know you give a whole package rather than treat everything in isolation. True. Exactly. So, so I think that because I became way smarter, sharper in comparison to my peers due to the multiple internships or due to my time served in these internships. Right. I think it's very important for everybody who turns eighteen to start earning money on their own, and start learning on their own. And by the time they're twenty-one, I can guarantee one thing: if they do so many internships, is that they'll at least know what they like and what they dislike, yeah, which will absolutely. allow them to specialize in something in the future. And according to me, richest are in the nichest, and if they learn to specialize earlier on in their age, yeah. um, my job is done. Yeah. I think this is needed. So for me, the quality that highlights for me for you is uh, storytelling, sir. So, what do you think? How important is the power of storytelling as a founder or a CEO versus somebody who do- doesn't have that quality? I think everything I do needs to have a story. Right. And storytelling is a method of connecting to people. Hmm. It's a method of getting people to listen to you deeply. and it's a method to keep your teams close to you and get them all working for one main vision you know and, absolutely and storytelling is very important storytelling is like for me sales which is my which is my favorite part you know i love selling and i love right. uh, i love reading about sales and you'll realize that all everything about sales is storytelling it's about how you bring inspiration to the story communicate to that to the other person and make the other person perceive the same value in the product or the service that you are asking for you know um it is the a1 skill i would say for a founder how do you think you've inculcated it so i think it's years of practice here i think it's um it's something okay so i would like to thank my college out here my college and my junior college because i think we used to have 15 subjects a trimester in college okay right right sir a trimester and we used to have three sems a year so yeah. that's nine sems over three years into shit into 45 subjects yeah so 150 presentations two presentations yeah. we used yeah. to make 300 powerpoint presentations and speak them in front of the entire college in a in a span of three years right right sir you know and i have no idea the content of the presentation which i spoke but i know that i was forced <laughs> to make lots of presentations and speak in front of a lot of people i think i think i relate to that i think yeah. i think even for me podcast comes to me or public speaking came to me as presentation uh, in the first primary form because that was the only place where you have to solely talk and people will listen to you <laughs> i mean exactly <laughs> i think yeah true so i think that storytelling started from there and public speaking started from there and once you know the art of public speaking and storytelling um you know you're way more confident in life and you can talk to many more people and achieve many more goals absolutely sir so do you think that's 
that's your one core quality that sets you apart or is it something else i i would say i think i have two core qualities one would definitely be public speaking hmm. uh i think i know my voice modulations my pauses my you know change in voice speak very fast speak very slowly take a pause speak loudly speak softly i i can modulate my voice continuously to grasp my audience's attention that's that's one skill i've learned over the years and i think the second skill which i specialize is personally digital marketing um it's one of my favorite skills i understand how audiences uh, are attempting to buy products online and when you understand the customer journey doing digital marketing is lots of fun so uh, these are my two passion projects digital marketing and public speaking and when i put them together i created iid uh so yeah that's that's actually my story <laughs> so i think also all that you've spoken about uh, i think personally that you're also keen interested or at least you have a great eye for psychology because i think it is a major part of understanding audiences even for talking to people even for networking i think that is also a major part of it do you agree i absolutely agree psychology is is the most important because to to make any conversation successful hmm. you need to first step into the other person's shoes and understand the perception that the other person will bring to the table right minute you figure that out um then you will start talking language which the other person is going to find interesting and yeah. this is in the case so you got to win and the only way to win is by putting yourself in somebody else's shoes understanding their perception and then you'll win for sure thank you sir one last question is uh can you give me one advice for somebody who's getting into digital space today and maybe one for those who are still shying away from it <clears throat> i would like to say i would like to actually bring out a point from what we just spoke last which was you know uh, psychology hmm. and i would like to tell anyone who's entering in digital the right. first thing you need to figure when you're entering in digital is the customer's journey right right like i see so many people who own businesses um they'd be like you know i need to be on social media as well right and right. then when i ask them the question why the yeah. answer is because everybody is on social you know and i would be like that's just the stupidest thing i've ever heard like for example a furniture brand wants to be on social media right you know it's okay to be on social media but is it the right thing to do and then they don't have an answer So right. for example if somebody is looking to buy furniture they're not going to go to social media to buy it. Absolutely. They're going to look for pictures of good looking furniture on Pinterest, you know. No one's looking such stuff up on Instagram. Then they're going to go to Google and then they're going to type wooden furniture online for example or you know portable table for home. Exactly. You know? So the customer's journey out here was for aesthetics the customer went to Pinterest and for mm-hmm. actually purchasing the customer went to Google. Right. Did Instagram even come in the middle? No, Absolutely no. not. you know right i mean my basic point is if you're yeah. if you're entering yeah. digital understand the customer's journey right you know think where the customer will go and plot your content those at those places don't right. plot it just on instagram because the world's on instagram because that's genuinely useless nothing in your house that you buy comes from instagram mm. i don't buy my tv my fridge my set top box my internet connection a tissue box my laptop my phone my charging wire my airpods my book now this is purchased over instagram right you know i go to different i have a different journey to purchase these items so a digital marketer needs to identify this and a digital marketer needs to always think hey if i had 8 hours in a day 
would i spend those 8 hours on instagram or would i spend those 8 hours in identifying where the customer went and present myself there right when you understand that you understand digital marketing very insightful so uh you had one more question right which was a follow up yeah, it was about the people who are still shying away from uh, getting into digital space in any form so i think uh, people who are shying away um i think that's stupid <laughs> i don't know the right <laughs> word to use out here i genuinely feel siddhi that the demand supply gap is blown big right it's blown big um like for example i just want to ask you do you think that every business in the world wants to go online today yes they do every business right and you know today every business when they want to hire a lawyer you know right. my question to you is do you think they can hire a lawyer between the age of 40 and 60 yeah do you think there's an mba in finance available between the age of 35 and 60 yes so my my take to you is that today any business can find a lawyer between the age of 35 and 60 a doctor between 35 and 60 right. um you know uh mba in finance between 35 and 60 a ca between 35 and 60 you can find all professions about you know at any age group hmm but here's what you need to understand every business is going online and for that they need to hire people specializing in digital and here's the reality if you want to hire someone in digital you know what do you think is the age for that person it'll be 25 to 40 you know anything between no i'd say anything between 20 and 35 you know oh Right. If you want to hire someone with digital skill sets, I don't think their age is about thirty-five because those people are not as tech savvy. Right. Right. So what that does is that really reduces the size of supply in terms of the population, and yes. so that creates a total situation of economics where every business wants to go online. So the demand is really high. People you can hire are only under the age of thirty-five, which is a very small part of the population. Okay. so the supply is really low and when demand is really high and supply is really low price of product goes up right right so what people need to understand is that if they specialize in digital skills demand is uber high supply is very minimal if you present yourself with the right talent to someone who has this demand you can get paid handsomely well over the next 2 to 3 years so it's it people should look at businesses or economics and that's my answer to the economic situation over interesting i think this has been mind blowing for me and uh, on that note so thank you for letting me do this thanks a lot sidhi thanks a lot for having me here um, this was awesome